stayed or nor to stay. You should rejoice and be glad in it. It is good to see each and every one of you this morning. Today is Pentecost, and we should be praising God for that. Amen. Well, my goodness, if you are visiting with us this morning, and you seem to be a little bit bad with things this morning, uh, but if, if you're visiting with us, please sit out and visit the card you'll find in front of you. Place an obvious place and come around for this and other rest of your visit. We will greatly appreciate that. In the meantime, you're joining with us online. We want to invite you to come and be part here in the sanctuary with us while we're at the church and experience what God is doing here with us. Come be a part of that. In the meantime, I'd love to share with you a little bit about what's happening in the Welsh Baptist Church. We have a full schedule coming up, and so I'm going to ask for your blessings and ask for your prayers on this and ask you to consider being a part of that. First thing I want to say is thank you to each and every one of those families that have reached out to our youth department and printed our youth. Remember, our printed youth program is still going on. I understand it's going to be a little bit of a delay there until after vacation Bible school. But they're still available. In fact, they're going to be doing that all year round. So if you got one of those big jobs, you got rocks to move, you got yards to mow, you've got something to get done. Reach out and get those youth. What they're doing is using those funds to help pay their way to youth camp. They're planning on going to youth camp outside of Dallas in July. This is please tell people to be a part of that. Out in the foyer, you'll find our baby bottle boomerang still going on. You what you do is grab one of those baby bottles, fill it up with loose. Put cash in it, put checks in it, however you want to do it, and bring it back by Father's Day. And, or if you bring it back early, get another bottle and take it home. Amen? No fun support. Our Hope Pregnancy Center right here in Cotton Cove that goes on around. Uh, what Hope Pregnancy does is reach out and minister to those that are in uh, trouble or those that have no idea what to do when they face an uh, uh, unexpected pregnancy. And minister to them and talk to them about the Decorating the church for GBS starting tomorrow. Uh, 
one of my favorite, favorite songs. You know, every day we do the things and we give glory to God because He is our everything. And this song that I'm going to sing is one of my testimonies. I do not know how will I stand up here without saying. If you hear my testimony of where I came from and I'm standing here now and I can only say thank you, Jesus. You are such a good God and it's your mercy. Your mercy is new every morning. And church, because he lives, we can face tomorrow.
Passover happened, uh, the very next feast that comes up, the very next day begins a new feast, a new Jewish feast, which is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And nowadays, in modern day Judaism, in modern day, even in Jesus' time, they would often mix those two holidays, Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and they called it the Day of Unleavened Bread, and they lasted for eight days. Together, they lasted eight days, and of course, on the second day of that day of unleavened bread, or the very first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, you began counting the Omer. You count the Omer. So what is the Omer? I'm so glad you asked. You would count the Omer. Omer means offering. This counting is called Lord of Omer. And it means to count the offering, to count them. Every day an offering came. And every day a wave offering was presented. And every day you were to count it. Every day until the seventh Sabbath were complete. And then that very next day, on that 50th day, something wonderful was going to happen. 50 days, 10 o'clock, feast of 50, literally, what it means. So you might have to do a Jews celebrated, of course, the harvest. They were bringing that in here. It's the first fruit sport. They brought it out. Seven Sabbaths, one day equals 50 
60 days. Don't look at these three points here. The counting, the seven Sabbaths, one day, and the Holy Spirit. Three things we're going to look at. We're going to apply them to our Christian life. We're going to see how that fits in your life this morning. And my prayer, as I said before, that you will evaluate yourself to see if you are in God's will or if you are out of God's will. So I want to tell you right now, if you are out of God's will, you need to get yourself right. Have you been watching the news? Now, I'm not going to get on the soapbox. I know they're going to start preaching my opinion, but have you been watching the news? Many people are coming forward saying, Pastor, this world is falling apart. No, 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 no. This world is not falling apart. This world is falling into place. It is nothing happening that God doesn't say is going to happen. We need to be trusting His Word, reading His Word, spending time in His Word, and sharing His Word with everybody we meet. Amen? We can learn. Build up to something wrong. It's not. 
He said, one of these days, you're going to pick up the newspaper. And inside of that newspaper, you're going to read, Dr. Billy Graham has died. He said, don't you believe it. Don't you believe one word of it. They're going to tell you that I'm dead and that I'm not here. They're going to tell you that I am no longer conscious. Don't you believe one word of it. Because as a child of God, I will never die. I will live forever. And I will just be moving from one place to another. And that's where Christmas is supposed to be. When we're counting the armor, we're thinking about where we're going. And I want you to know the Bible says there remains a rest for the people of God. Amen. Are you going there this morning? I don't know where I'm going. Let me tell you right now, if you're not in Jesus, where you're going, ain't going to be restful. In fact, it's dreadful where you're going. People believe in heaven, but they don't believe in hell. But I want you to know the Bible is filled more with references to hell than it ever was. There are more about hell than there are about heaven. And the reason why is to warn us. To warn us. You need to give your heart to Christ. You need to begin a relationship with Him. Why? Because there remains a reference on the cross. Let's count these Going on. But still, that's what we're waiting for. That's what the church is waiting for. We're waiting for that final satisfaction. Never heard of your story? began their little Texas rivalry. They began looking at each other. One of them gives them a thumbs up. The other, of course, gives them the hook and horn sign. That's me just having a little kid. Let me take the boy to where you're living in your mansion. And as he drives both of them out in his wonderful car, they start going up to a hilltop. You ever sing that song? I've got a mansion on a hilltop. And there they are. They see this wonderful, beautiful mansion. And it's got those burnt orange all over it, and the hook and horn is the rest of it. Of course, you can put that down on the list of your life. Of course, they get your wealth, you're not going to be able to stay on the list. Not tomorrow. It's a time. And it ain't what's behind it. You know, this is my life. You know, this is my life. I'm driving. I had a health issue. 
God puts His Spirit in His church, and it's my prayer that God has put His Spirit in you. You know right now whether or not He's living in you, whether He resides in you, or whether He's convicting you. Now you know whether the Spirit is in you. You have the Spirit. Remember we talked about the overview countdown. Not really a building up, but a countdown. What do we count down to? To that day, to that final rest, to that final Sabbath, where God will look at those that He planted. Well, God will look at those that have His Spirit in them, those who received Him, those who repented and put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. And wherever God puts His Spirit, Not my 
being clear. We're walking on love. I wonder then how valuable the gold and silver we have on our bodies. We're walking on asphalt. I wonder if one state will walk up to another, one who has a big gold cross on his neck, and say, let me get that piece of asphalt back. I wonder sometimes what that would be like. Actually, you want to know the truth when I think about it? I think it would be really true. That gold will lose its value because we will not care about what gold looks like, what gold costs, what gold can and cannot do because we will be glued on Jesus. Nothing else is going to matter to the Christian because he's going to be looking at his Savior in his face. The one who died for him, the one who bled for him, the one who gave his life for him, the one who took the nails and hung on Calvary's feet. Once we look at him, nothing else in this world can ever draw our gaze from him. Amen? It might as well be just rogue.
Joseph, the first 